0: Quarter Black, Chewy, and Me and the OJs. You know that's right. It's season six, episode 13 of this podcast and of Psych, and it starts right about mm, now. I've I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways.
1: Welcome back to I've Heard It Both Ways. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker Dr. Joe and riding shotgun in the blueberry with me as always is the date having meal planning date leaving. Woo! Podcasting, final editing, pot popping a gummy and going to bed, son of a gun. And he's having a high time holding those alligators down. Woo! Billy, my guy, how's it going?
0: Hello. Yeah, fresh off a date. Uh I think it went well, but who knows? Uh <laughs> and then yeah, um, so I just kind of want to get this out right away. I thought I hated this episode. I don't. I kind of do. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's discuss.
1: Let's discuss. So uh, we are talking Psych season six, episode thirteen. Let's do Wop it again. And uh, shit, this is. Can you tell us the start of a new year, William? I am. I am actually mildly unprepared. I didn't put the synopsis in the fucking notes. Oh, look at you. That's a first. I have I I, I bungled uh, my flare intro. No, I thought it was still pretty good. Thank you. Uh, but I forgot to do the synopsis.
0: Um... Well, if you want me to give you a synopsis, they go to a what is it? A charity function for a local legend. We bring back uh, some of Black Capella, which is now quarter black minus June, and uh, one of the like the what is it? The 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 guy gets shot in a attempt to scare people back into a security company in the area and hilarity ensues. Sean gets his appendix out.
1: Yeah, that's better than any synopsis we're gonna get. No, that MVP was kind video. of
0: <laughs> kind of sucked, but
1: <laughs> no, you just kind of did the whole episode. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh yeah, this is uh it's a bit of a repeat from uh, an earlier psych episode let's uh or do op whatever the name of the ep- that particular episode was but I want to know what the fuck Keenan Thompson was up to that he couldn't be in this episode uh, because he, they, he's pretty big. He, he, well, is, is he is he William Shatner big? Yeah, he's bigger you, than William Shatner. You think so? Shatner think was so? cooked at this point. Yeah. yeah, Shatner still is good. No, Ken, Ken Thompson could have been there. He's not that big time. He's uh, maybe there was a falling out. We don't know. Maybe it was like the original black Capella. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but they could have used him because uh, their replacement for him was
0: uh, not great, Bob. He's not my favorite. He did have some funny lines. His delivery was something to be desired. I think he did have like one or two really funny moments. (laughs) He
1: he had, there was a couple, there was a couple of lines he had that were good, right? But on the whole, uh, Drake, played by Makai Pfeiffer, we'll get to that in a moment. um, I found him wildly annoying especially at, at, at the end interrogation scene where they weren't really being interrogated. They're sort of being de- <laughs> de- debriefed that him. He was, he was so fucking stupid. It drove me nuts. Yes. I wrote my notes, dumb. And Megan's over my shoulder, reading my notes. She goes, did you just write dumb and Drake stinks? I said, yes, those were my exact
0: notes. Yeah. Uh, um, but not, 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 not uh, like the Drake R and B Drake, but, and also like, McCoy Pfeiffer go. does have his moments. He was an eight mile. Let's not forget
1: that. It's a, let's not forget that. That speaking of goats, right? That that's what the good ones. But, you know, quick thoughts, Billy. Um, I thought the bones were there uh, for this to be a really great episode. Like, huh? like there was a moment. This was, I was telling you before we, 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 uh, we came on here that this sort of reminded me a little bit of the last Despero, Despero uh, episode where like, okay, we're cooking. There's some laughs and there's a really great plot here. And then they just fucking like whiffed on the landing. Like they had, they could have done something really awesome here. Um, And they could have kept all the same characters, but the motive ultimately was wildly lame. And that really dropped this episode down for me. Makai Pfeiffer brought this episode down for me, but there were a lot of laughs. Uh, there was some great psychiness. We got a ton of references in this episode, which we haven't gotten a ton lately. Um, some, some good, quick, uh, you know, back and forth. I thought Henry was great. I thought Lassie was great. Uh, I thought Sean through the iPad. Uh, I thought that was, it was a kind of unique thing to do. Um, and, and overall, like there were really good parts of this episode, but like it just, ah, uh, they didn't, they didn't fucking land it, Billy and that drives me bananas.
0: Yeah, I'm not as hard on it as you are with the uh, Doc Get Off My Lawn Here stuff, but <clears throat> I did enjoy it because this is one that I just flat out skip because it's in between two pretty good episodes, the next one being one of my all-time favorites. So I kind of just am like, I don't really want to watch this one because also Sean is on the iPad, but I thought that was a nice device. Again, uh, to, to your points, don't need to belabor them. Lassie was hilarious. <laughs> and Less of a dick. Yeah. Then in the first episode with, um, you know, oh, he was a real dick, it was an actual dick where I was like pissed, but that was good because that was supposed to happen. You're supposed to be pissed. We get a little bit of uh, his love interest, Marlo, too, which I thought was a nice touch, even though the storyline there wasn't great. I'm not against the motive so much in this one, I think it kind of makes sense. It's a little lame, I'll give you that, but you know, let's dive into the uh, director writer.
1: Oh, but first, let's uh, let's let's oh. remind the people of the process, Billy. Oh, well, let's let Sean and Gus remind them, yeah, even better. Usually starts with a holler and ends with a creamsicle. And then if there's time in between, Thundercats. Oh, oh.
0: Nope, nope, nope. I already <laughs> messed up the sounder. I already messed up the sounder because now it's this.
1: Keep keep You're, warm. You're red hot. <laughs> we are red We're, hot, Doc. We are fucking firing on all four cylinders, baby. Uh, director and writer, uh, Jay, uh, I can never pronounce this guy's name. Uh, he did the, um, uh, the, the season five, season four episode with the Bollywood homicide. And, uh, he was in that, he directed that. So my, my quick thought on this was I thought he did a really good job, right? Uh, the only problem was the writers gave him a shitty ending to kind of to finish with. Uh, so it's not like sometimes like, eh, we see the director, like, yeah, they have these, some of the episodes they've directed kind of stunk. And, you know, uh, but this one, like, I don't think was his fault at all. I thought, I thought the, you know, the, the execution, the, the way they did the episode with Sean on the iPad, the sort of the different elements there, like the, the structure was all there. It just would it, for whatever reason the writers Steve Frank Saladin, Kay Patterson and Kel uh, Cahoon, just couldn't come up with a more creative motive uh you know for the attempted killer um you know like I get it like that's motive but like they could have done something a little bit more sinister here, a little bit more mm-hmm. without it being over the top and I would have I would have liked that a heck of a lot more um because there are some some good juicy elements here and if they had just sort of like taken it like one step further or added depth to it or changed it just a little bit i think i would have given this episode a slightly higher rating
0: what would you have wanted them to do though
1: well so i was thinking about that so without without you know giving the i mean how many years later i'm not spoiling anything but like I don't want to give the reveal away until we get to it, but
0: yeah, like people have, nobody's watching this for the first time.
1: <laughs> true. I, you know, so you've got, you've got Deacon, he's skimming the money, right? You're playing mm-hmm. that. Like, I love, there's a couple of different right here because you can kind of believe uh, Asian Lori Petty mm-hmm. uh, could be because she's acted real sus at one point. Uh, and then you find out Deacon is skimming money. Okay. What's his motives. And then you find out his motives are really good. And then, like, you've got this, get so, like, you've got the gang member there. Uh, so you've got all these different elements, right? And there's you, you could have had, you know, maybe don't make Deacon the white knight that he is. I, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I liked his motives, I thought those were very honorable. But like, you've got these guys who have idolized this person their entire lives, and to find out that he's something more nefarious, like, okay. I I could have bought that a little bit more than uh, a guy who owns a security firm. Why he's mad because this guy's cleaning up the streets and he's losing all his clients. Like that's, I don't know that that seems a little thin to me. I thought it was kind of plausible,
0: but that's just me. I'm not saying it's
1: not plausible. I'm just saying it's a thin motive. Like, man, Fuck you, you're cleaning up my streets. I'm losing my clients. Like if the guy was a gang, I don't know. Like it just it was it was thin.
0: It's what the medical field does all the time. The people who come up with a cure for something, they squash them out. Wow, because so they want to sell their medicines.
1: We're, we're not watching uh uh what's that show there with Clooney there that right? ER, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're not watching ER. <laughs> Uh, it was just watery. It was thin, you know, yeah, like yeah, they put too right. much they put too much cranberry juice in my Cosmo and not enough Tito's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, need, right. need more Tito's. All right. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways, standout guest stars. Who do we have in this
0: one, Billy? Um, Kai Pfeiffer of eight mile fame. You hated him. He was Drake. I didn't I th- I thought he was like the weakest actor they've had on in a while. Like, no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, I don't know if his comedy is his strong suit necessarily. Um, Julia White, of course, Urkel uh love him tony uh i agree with you he was better in the first episode uh cheech marin doesn't really do a whole lot kind of just gets shot his drugged up acting yeah it's I I, you figure he would be amazing at it he wasn't really that good yeah uh, as a famous pothead uh liza lapira liza lapira the uh Lori petty girl yeah, uh, I liked her. Uh, yep. for many she was reasons, sassy. She was good. yeah, she's yeah. good. And then, yeah, of course, sassy. uh, Christy Swanson of Buffy fame, uh, our beloved Marlo, who we'll get a little bit more of later on. I, th- I think she's always pretty good playing her. Uh, she's a very odd character because she's so like pretty and blonde and sweet, but I think she does play a nice, uh, prison inmate at times.
1: Yeah, you know it's funny because one of the things I noticed, there was a, it was a couple things with the whole her, you know, with the prison stuff, but like, on one hand, she can be like, she could be a strong, confident woman, right? You know, mm-hmm. and in a good like match for Lassie, but then there was like a moment in this episode where she was playing like cutesy, like, did I, did I do a good job? Which, which seemed a little out of character. I don't know, like it's a minor it's a minor um you know tidbit there but like uh the other thing too is like she's trying to get street cred so she fucking molly lassie right in the face which i loved but then the follow-up scene to that and she's like with her hair all cornrowed and she's being cutie like did i did i do a good job like it's prison they're gonna see you talking to the cop you just punched and being all lovey-dovey and then <laughs> jive you know
0: Yeah, I didn't like some of that stuff. That was a little bit weak. And also Lassie sitting with her at the end of the concert. That wouldn't happen. Uh, But, you know, you you put that stuff aside because it's, you know, TV. Yeah, it's 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 USA.
1: Right. You suspend disbelief.
0: I agree with you. A pen stroke or two could change that. They could have brought him to a private meeting room like they do in a lot of movies. You know, you're all of a sudden you're just walking into the room with the lawyer. So it's less like weird. So Uh, again, like
1: what's the line there from Tony? Uh, white people having conjugal sex in prison just freaks me out, or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) He had a line like that; it cracked me up. Um, yeah, but anyways, all right. Uh, let's get to it, William. Let's get to it. So the uh, the episode starts in the community center. Uh, this is where the you know the quarter black Appella, you know, Sands quarter black, (laughs) Sean. It doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense, Gus. <laughs> this is sort of where they, you know, everyone but Gus sort of, they grew up, right? And mm-hmm. uh, they spent a lot of their time in their youth there. Uh, so here is the gang minus June. And uh, <laughs> they're introducing Sean to Deacon Jones. And uh, Sean, you know, says he's part of the group, you know, mm-hmm. quarter Black. And he says, we all know every great R&B band needs a token white person. Black Eye Peas had Fergie. I
0: and mean, I don't think she's white.
1: <laughs> right? DeBarge had DeBarge. And uh, Matsuyahu.
0: <laughs> Matsuyahu. <Modest> He's <laughs> a solo rapper, Sean. Yeah,
1: but it's still a bit odd, don't you think? <laughs> right. So this was this was the psychness that I did. This is the stuff that I really did enjoy in this episode, was it got to the the fun you know that we love about the show. And the comedy, the quick back and forth, the banter in this was, was really great. Um, and then we meet Tony who uh, is Deacon's sort of financial, uh, you know, uh, however you want to title her, you know, and uh, Sean looks down. She's wearing Doc Markets. He looks up and he goes, kudos on the Asian Lori Petty look. And she says, congrats on your skinny Chaz Bono look. <laughs> is that
0: a compliment? No,
1: no, no, it's not. Uh, and then, you know, so we get the introductions. We This is where we meet also his security guard. Uh, is it Jimmy, uh, his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, or not his security guard, but a, a friend of his that works in security. Um, and so the guys get up there. They sing, Let My People Go. We finally see Chief Vic for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, yes.
0: Billy. Oh, two other quick things, too, just to point out. They, I did like that they didn't Omar Epps, Tony, uh, in Major oh, League yep. Two and just straight up replace June with yep. somebody and not even reference it. So Plus, it was nice. Yeah, that, they, yeah they, it was nice. They kind of had... That little story to it. And I gotta say, Gus, Sean has a pretty good voice. If that's Gus's real voice, oh my god. Gus is a Gus is a song and dance man. He really is.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's a talented, he's a talented dude, and uh yeah, they all had good voices, I thought. Um, and uh, they're up there, and then Sean has a medical emergency. Uh he doubles over. Uh, you have no idea what's going on, and I like that they gave gave you a little bit of suspense. Uh, because we get uh, you know a different open, right? This is not it's not opening with a crime or a murder or something like that. It's uh, something's gonna go on here. You don't know what and you don't expect it to be Sean going down with what turns out to be uh, a burst appendix mm, and appendicitis. It's a, it's appendicitis. So some of my favorite scenes from this episode are of Sean in the hospital. and uh, he's like, I've lost a vital organ. What is crucial for human survival? Quick gus, give me yours so I can jump
0: higher. That doesn't even make sense, John. I do love all that kind of stuff. Also, we do get speaking of opens, we get the boys to men open than which we've gotten before.
1: Yep, yeah, and I wish they had um I mean I get why they used it again. I wish they had, you know, uh, you know, maybe gotten another group to do it. You know what I mean? But
0: I'm glad I kept the docket off my lawn up there, Jesus. Oh
1: I, you should see, see the score. I haven't seen I haven't taken a look at yours, but I did not grade this high. Uh my friend, I don't think this you're gonna be able to talk me up higher than what I gave it. Okay. Uh, um, but uh <laughs> and then Gus, I mean Sean says something you know, makes uh he starts making uh references to like having to live in a bubble now that mm-hmm. he's you know lost his appendix. And uh <laughs> Gus goes, They've already made two bubble movie shots. Goes, yeah, but mine is going to start Jake Gyllenhaal. which cap. is great. Because he was in uh he was in Bubble Boy. Uh, and I also love that uh, Sean doesn't have insurance, so Henry has to foot the bill. And this comes in this comes in at the end of the episode, uh, because uh, Henry refused to pay for more than one day of morphine. Yep. <laughs> Payment for Sean. He's got glucose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Lassie comes in and this was great. So I thought this was a great turn because now, cause you're still wondering like what the, what the heck is going on? Right. Uh, Lassie comes in he forms the guys. There was a shooting at the community center and we find out that it was Deacon uh, and he was very lucky to survive. And the bullet actually went straight through him, uh, which I loved. I thought this was, there was a lot of this. I know I, you know, you just put the, the, the graphic up there, but there was a lot of elements that I did. Like I thought, you know, There was things they did, especially here with the bullet going through him into someone else, and that becoming sort of a a plot point. uh, That that I thought, like, if they had just taken this like in a slightly different direction with the the, uh, attempted murderer's uh, motive, I would have loved it a hell of a lot more. I really would have. It would have gone from what I gave it six, seven points higher, perhaps.
0: I honestly, to God, think that it was a pretty good like motive and. It was a pretty good like storyline. I thought the weakness of this episode lied in some of the acting and Sean not necessarily being there, but being on the iPad, which worked to a certain degree. But we don't have to belabor that point forever. We're just agreeing to disagree. It's what makes us different. That makes us great. That's Um, right. But we do get, you know, um, Deacon being wheeled by. And that's a nice little touch there. And then that also puts him and Sean in the same hospital to eventually be in the same room. So. I really did like that and then we get back to the station and we get some oh. more clues.
1: Yeah, but hold on, we get two great lines here from Sean where he's he's, he's talking to Jules. She I can't remember what she says but he's like come put a baby in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then he's like my pillows are lumpy will you give them a fluff? <laughs> Absolutely love that. But yeah, they they you know, Gus and the guys decided they're going to try and solve the case. Henry knows it. Sean knows it. He's bummed out because he obviously can't be there. So now we're back at the station, right? And this is where we get some... We're starting to get some stuff about, okay, the crime scene, what went down. There's cameras all over the place except for the green room where the shooting took place. So obviously the person knew where to um, pull that off or they wouldn't be seen. But a black SUV was seen uh, uh, leaving the crime. And that's sort of the first major clue you have. Um, And (coughs) Gus... It's it's funny because Lassie's like telling get the hell out of here, right? Like I we fucking already did this with you guys. It didn't end well. Get out of here. I don't need you. But Gus is like, listen, you know, uh I've got a great plan because you know, we need to get someone on the inside, right? They find out that there's a gang leader. Now I've never identified with Lassie more than I have right here in this scene because we find out that there is a gang leader in the prison that has intimate knowledge of possibly one of the gangs that could be associated with this oh my crime, God, right? I, yeah. And her name is Little Sis and Lassie. Little Sis, whatever happened to real nicknames like Mad Dog or El Diablo? Little Sis sounds like she's straight out of Family Circus. Uh, and so, uh, our our good friend, our good pal, uh, Bertsky. Bert? Uh, you know, he loves his rappers. He loves his the baby, little baby. Dub- Little baby, duh baby, little shawties, you know. And two K, little little toothbrush, right? And I'm always making fun of him, like those are the dumbest fucking names in the world. How can you get street cred when your name is like duh baby or you know lil Where whatever, right? Uh, those are not tough tough names. They're not they're not hardened street names. Snoop Doggy Dog and P
0: Diddy weren't really tough names. Yeah, P Diddy isn't tough. <laughs>
1: snoop right snoop just a guy that just sounds like a guy you want to hang out with and he True. is a guy you want to hang out with right mm-hmm. like dr dre okay what's he a doctor is he gonna you know they're, they're okay <laughs> what's <he> a doctor? <laughs> right right is he a proctologist that could be scary right you know
0: he is park yourself right next to him you hear some of the best stories you've ever heard
1: right <laughs> so like i straight up like it's like oh god i'm now lassie but but uh, but Gus's idea here was like hey, listen, she's in a female prison. Who else do we know who's in a female prison? Marlo. Marlo. Maybe, just maybe, if you can talk Marlo into getting in with little little sis and she helps us, maybe you can knock some time off her sentence and get her home sooner. And Lassie's all in. And 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 again, more stuff that I did enjoy from this episode.
0: It was good. Even, um, Drake drops the thing about, uh, the rolling ones or whatever it is. And then he credits it to Jules. So I like that little dynamic there too, yep. that they've done in the past crediting, you know, the other member of the team for work. Somebody else did. Yep. But I do really like the prison scene with the street cred stuff. We kind of discussed yep. it a little bit. Um, I absolutely love her socking Lassie in the face. I I think she's, yeah, I think it's genuinely, like, very good acting by her. She's like, oh, remember, this is for us. And just fucking, like, it looked like she really, like, landed it, too. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And I I also did like the, her coming out with dreads. Oh, yeah. Because she asks, (laughs) you know, he asks, like, did it work? And then she just kind of, like. Looks at him and points, like puts her head down, like and yeah. she's got like the the cornrows, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, um, so I was a big fan of that scene. That was one of my favorite scenes.
1: Yeah, I just don't like the way she like. It just seemed out of character for like. Did I do a good job? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It was a, but like again, my other foible with that was like you. It would have been better had you not had them in like Gen Pop where other inmates could see because you know someone no that's a, i
0: 100 had that criticism because yeah. somebody could go tell somebody else she's talking to a detective or whoever so you could have done the easy like i always say stroke of a pen could fix something so simple because if that's like a jail set they probably have the room where you go see the lawyer the lawyer waiting and you already walk in there so you don't, nobody sees it yeah. so i totally agree with that little bit but what i've learned too. And I kind of hate it. Like when you're working with people on like big projects and obviously TV shows are different. Some people are just like, Oh, it doesn't matter. And it's like, <laughs> no, like the details to me on that kind of stuff always do matter. And it takes you out of it for a second.
1: Yeah. Brooklyn nine, nine did a good job with this. When, uh, when they, when they had to go into a female prison, she was pregnant and they had, uh, you know, is is posing as a doctor. So whenever they had to talk, she had to have a, you know, a doctor's appointment kind of thing, simple things like that, just like make it work. So it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not so obvious. Uh, But Sean suggests to Gus um, over the phone, because Sean calls him for something and uh, Gus lies about, you know, where he is, but then he hears the loudspeakers. He's like, so he says, uh, he suggests to Gus that Asian Lori Petty handles all of Deacon's financials. So this is where the guys decide that they're going to go investigate, uh, Tina, um, or Asian Lori Petty, um, and so they go to the community center, center, they follow her. She's acting really sus. Really She it takes money out
0: of the fucking uh, safe.
1: Yeah, so they, they follow her, and, and I, I like this too, because there's a little cat and mouse going on here, and like you've got no idea as the viewer that she's on to them, and as they're following her from the community center, sort of through the property, uh there's this cabin, they see her go into it, they walk in, she gets she's nowhere to be found, her. and she gets a drop on him, and she goes, That's either I hope that's Drake cracking walnuts, or someone else just cocked the gun. Yeah, right. And then she and she's a tough little broad. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed her character. And uh, so she's got the gun on them, and she's like, What the hell are you guys doing? you know, and she's you know, she's basically saying you guys have no idea what you're into. You have no idea what's going on. You need to get out of here because some shit's about to go down um, and some shit goes down.
0: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And did you watch Better Call Saul slash uh, Breaking Bad?
1: I watched Breaking Bad. I watched a few episodes of Better Call Saul and I just never uh, I just never really uh, got back into it.
0: If you can get past the first season or two, which is kind of slow, the end is as good as Breaking Bad for sure. Uh, but there is a great character, probably one of the best characters in the show, called Nacho, and he Nacho. plays our boy Chewy.
1: Oh, oh, so very nice. Food
0: is ish related things, and he has a very small role in this, obviously. Yeah. But he is a phenomenal actor. I love this kid. Uh, he's you know not a kid anymore. Um, he's a man. <laughs> as we'll talk about with a uh, HJO Haley Joel Osment in the next episode, but uh-huh. um, uh, and Country Bears, but. He's really, really, he's, he's fantastic in um, Better Call Saul. Very small role here, but I never knew he was in this because I hadn't really watched this episode so much. And, yeah. like, he's kind of a decent-sized star now, so it was nice to see him.
1: Yeah, so what happens here is is, is they hear a car pull up, so they take off into the other room, and Chewie confronts... Uh, um, um, Tony or uh no uh, Tina and she asks him straight up why is Deacon paying you off? Mm-hmm. Uh, so boom all this is like what I was talking okay now we got a character who we think is like a saint now like okay is he uh is he more than you know what he's letting on and you're not really getting any he's just like give me the money Where's my money right give me the money you got money for fake mustaches <laughs> right <laughs> well, um favorite. Uh, but uh What happens is, is that, and then the camera pans back to the guys and they hear, it sounds like, uh, Asian Lori Pace getting the shit kicked out of her. So they decide they're going to go in and save her. They bust through the door. Gus has the iPad. This is the other thing too. They're not getting fucking FaceTime Wi-Fi out there. And this was what? 2010, right? Probably 2012. 2012. Yeah. They're not getting Wi-Fi out there. Uh, but Sean's like. You know Sean could see everything and he notices a bandage on Chewie's uh, forearm with a blood stain on it. But it turns out Tina is the one that's whooping ass. Oh, absolutely! Uh, and they pull her off him. Chewie gets away, she's pissed. Why would you let him go? Um, uh, but we, the, the, the vital information here is now we think you know Tina's no longer the suspect, it's possibly Deacon. What is Deacon up to? What is he doing with these gang? you know, with these gang members and he's
0: been the one skimming funds actually. And Tina was trying to find out by paying him to see who he's working for essentially.
1: Right. And so all, okay, we're, we're cooking. I mean, I'm enjoying all of this. Like, this is what was like this. Like you said, this was an episode I always skipped because I just remember never, never liking it. And then upon rewatch, I'm up to this point in the episode and I'm thinking to myself, Oh shit. I really do enjoy this episode a lot more um, than I remember. Like this is what I was talking about with the bones and everything sort of like there's a, there's a solid foundation there. Except money. Right? So we get we we get back to the the hospital and Deacon this is he admits, "Yeah, I was skimming money. I was taking money from the charity and it was for a shirts. good reason." But it was for a great reason, right? What 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 he was doing was And what was great about this, too, is that the people who were donating money to the charity knew what Deacon was doing with it. He was taking the money from the charity, paying off Chewy so that he could... Kids that he recruited into his gang, he was paying him off so he could get those kids out of the gang. He was
0: buying their freedom, essentially.
1: Yeah, which was great. Um, But what was going on was that Chewy was starting to demand more money, and Deacon uh, refused to pay. And that's why... Uh, Chewy in his black SUV um, happened to be at the community center that day. Um, and because he was looking, he was looking to come after Deacon. So now boom, right now, the motivation or, or, or the, the suspect has shift, uh, shifted away from Deacon onto to Chewy. Uh, so like, again, we've got some really good red herrings here, right? We're, we're, we're enjoying all of this. Um, and this is where I can't remember exactly what the tip off was to Sean, uh, oh, it was the neck tattoo of um, <laughs> Sandra Bernhardt sitting on a bench or a tiger. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, and so they figure out what the tattoo parlor is. And that turns out to not just be a tattoo parlor, but also choose headquarters.
0: Yeah. And you say that Tony and Drake getting kidnapped is lame. I just think it's consistent humor because they got kidnapped last time.
1: Yeah, I, that's, that's kind of what it was lame. I was like, uh, I, I don't I, lame is not the right word. Uh, lazy. It was a little lazy. Like, you played it, you played it
0: again. you know Maybe... what the key to comedy is? Triple's best. Well, it's repetition. <laughs> and repetition? repetition is the key to comedy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me. It was just like a, a comment. I was like, uh, okay, we're doing it again. Okay. Okay, whatever. It, it wasn't nearly as uh, as intense as it was the first time they did it, right? I think that's because they repeated it again, it took a little of the steam out of it. Like I knew, like, okay, they're really not gonna be in any sort of real trouble here because we've we've already seen this before. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh but what I love here though was the, the setup to them getting kidnapped. And it was Gus. So <laughs> it was Gus uh putting change into the and paying the to-
0: parking meter fucking killed me because I got a ticket was- today, by the way. <laughs> Which I'm pissed about. But like that absolutely killed me. He's like 10, 15, no, 20's <laughs> yeah, 20
1: is probably good. Uh Buzz is the one that gives him the ticket that tells him. His no, Lassie gives it to him. Oh, was it last? Yeah, it's right there. that that was just a great subtle little thing. Because they could have just like had him do the whole thing with the coins and then left it, and it, it still would have been like a good a lovely funny capper. Lovely capper. But but bringing it back that was great. But yeah, the guys the guys get kidnapped. Uh, in a black SUV, um, Gus gets a partial reading of the plate, which happens to match the plates that were, you know, seen from the, you know, the original Deacon John uh, shooting. Yep. Um, and so Sean starts to. So Sean's with Gus. So as now they've sort of quarantined off this area, they're, you know, they're in the house. Sean needs a look. Right. So we're doing the whole Gus iPad thing and they find a way to get Lassie you know, out of the room so they can, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, take a look at everything. And Sean sees a newspaper uh, about like uh, some sort of press clipping about uh, the gang, you know, recently ones. And basically
0: it's a giveaway to figure out the rest of the license plate because they control blocks, da, 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 from da, 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 which is blocks 100 to like 190. And then he was able to piece together the rest of the license plate from that clue
1: yeah which I, which I thought was pretty creative mm-hmm. um and, and pretty good so this leads them to the second gang hideout uh and this is where Tony and Drake are you know being held hostage possibly being tortured um and Chewie is there he takes a few shots at Lassie um and Gus um and attempts to get away but again another great moment again like up to this point I'm really enjoying this he gets in his SUV and Kablooey, chew Dan mm-hmm. right uh so now you're really asking yourself like what the hell is going on here right this is this is a plot that is uh, just like I wrote down an underline it's really good up to this point and we're we're about two-thirds through the through the episode so far um so we get back to the station this is I really I know you you like the scene I really fucking hated this scene you could throw I, thought it I thought it was funny
0: I thought drake um you know makai pfeiffer's comedic delivery what you know he's not he's not a comedic actor as like right you know fucking um uh keenan thompson and um you know uh what's his name urkel what's his real name jaleel Jaleel White. white they're like real comedic actors so they probably should have flipped it a little bit and had jaleel be the skeptic and the other guy be the straight man. It would have been more better, on character. Yes. Yeah. Because like they were all kind of like the goofy guy and Gus was the straight man last time. Yep. They were all like, haywire, wire. So I think that would have been fine. But his whole I do love the well, you know, like what if he's telling them the same thing? He's like, dude, we're, we're innocent. We're not being charged with the crime. I like I'm sitting I, right here. Yeah, I'm sitting right here. It's like, you know, if you want me to testify against him, like, I think that kind of humor is funny. That's something like Sean would do. But I can see why you didn't like it, because. Mackay Pfeiffer doesn't have the comedic chops.
1: He doesn't pull it off. I, I found it like irritating and like I. like, <laughs> I think you just nailed it. Had this been Tony doing that? That would have been on brand because that's how he was the first time they did this. Like that fits his character. Like the whole thing. Like, oh, he's probably got ten bullets. I think use them all on Gus. Like that drove me nuts. Like he was just like, I
0: don't know. I didn't like his character. That's, I didn't that's like his classic character. Sean type of stuff, you know. Like before yeah. you go boots to chest on my friend here, <laughs> right? Like, exactly. Um, he's always throwing it directly at Gus, but he doesn't have the chops to pull it off. They should have yeah. given it to Jaleel.
1: <laughs> and and had they like had they given those lines to Tony, I may have liked it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it would have been so, but anyways. Right. Um. So, so what we find out is that like, they're asking like, what did you hear? Like, can you give us anything that in you know, they're they're spouting out of cover. And then it was either Tony or Drake, I can't remember which one who said, lidocaine. lidocaine. It's like lidocaine. Why would they have lidocaine? And, you know, Gus says, well, you know, it's for, uh, you well, know, for, like, pain. For, yeah. yeah. And then Sean's like, bing, bing, bing. Chewie had um, gunshot. a gunshot wound, and all of a sudden, it's like he, he has a great idea. He goes, we need to get to the body.
0: Yeah, the bullet will be in there, and I do love when they go to the um and <laughs> you know, what in there. And I love that he puts the the iPad under the sheet. Yeah, he want to see something
1: else, and you hear, ah! <laughs> great. Classic. We're about to get a whole lot of Woody uh, coming up, coming up next week, which it's a Mount Rushmore episode. You know, uh, I, honest sure.
0: to God, we should see if we can reach out to French Stewart or somebody from the show. Oh, what, what's French on. Stewart doing? No, don't don't put him down. What if he listens to the episode before? I love French <laughs> Stewart.
1: <laughs> I know oh, I can, love him too. He could be doing a lot of
0: stuff. He's French he, Stewart. Uh, I, French, I
1: apologize. That was. Uh,
0: Isn't a great episode of Community as well? I, you know, I've never watched Community. I would encourage it.
1: I would. I do love Allison Brie. Um, but anyways, but I, I love this idea too. Like they had mentioned earlier in the episode, the bullet had gone clean through Deacon. Uh, and it turns out that it had gone into Chewie's arm. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, it was in there with the, with the charred remains, they pull the bullet out. And, and what I love is that um, what we get here is that Chewie was actually trying to get the bullet out. Cause he had kept, uh, he, the guys had overheard he's trying to prove his innocence he's trying uh-huh. to prove his innocence he's being set up and what he was doing was he was trying to get the bullet out of his arm
0: to prove uh, he didn't shoot him
1: to prove he didn't shoot him uh which i absolutely loved i thought that was i thought that was great writing um and then this is where shit just went completely sideways this is where the episode lost me um they're 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 talking to Sean through the iPad. He's at the hospital, and he's given. All, all and all of a sudden his demeanor changes. And he's like, you know, I really think you guys need to go check out Tina. I think she's the real culprit here. I'm a hundred percent sure. And what I liked here was the seriousness of seriousness of Sean. Uh, was the tip off to Gus that he also throws right. in
0: Black Capella after already saying yep. quarter black. And <clears throat> I will just say this because I know you're going pretty hard at like how it ends here. But it is a classic grift for people with security companies or gangs to go rob places, beat up people and then have another affiliation, which is the same affiliation, come back and be like, hey, if you pay us protection money, we'll keep that gang out of here. And that's kind of like a normal grift for a bad inner city. So I can see why this is the storyline here. Like, I agree it wasn't probably played off as well as it could have been but it's not like an uncommon thing for somebody to go scare people to get the protection money. They kind of reverse engineered it where he was already doing this and then the streets became safe. So then he was out of work.
1: Okay. So I'll get, so this is what, this is where I'll give a little, um, you know, listening, listening to that um, in that. Okay. I get the motive, the motive. Okay. The motive works, right? Mm. I think it's the deliver. I think it's the actor. Oh he's not I good. think I think it's his delivery. Um I think it's I, I think it's him. Him. He ruins it for me. Right? That I think maybe that's the middle ground that we'll find here is that okay, I could I could see so it, we get the reveal because as Sean is, you know, as they cut from uh, the station and Sean, you know, they go right to Sean in the hospital, kind of do that camera pan out thing. And there's, we see the guy from the beginning of the episode Deacon's talking to that's got his own security, Jimmy Brigham. Um, And, you know, he's essentially mad because uh, Deacon took all his work away because he did too good of a job of cleaning up the streets. Um, And he's losing clients because his security firm is not being needed to keep their, businesses or, or, you know, homes uh, safe. So, yeah, it is very plausible. Uh, I think where it failed was the actor, Mm -hmm. uh, the way he delivered his lines because he was kind of meek. He was not intimidating. Uh, And had they incorporated him in some other capacity somehow, other than just that first glimpse in quick introduction that we get of him uh, in the beginning, it would have worked a little bit better.
0: Yeah, because honestly, I didn't even think of like now knowing the episode like going in, but originally I had no idea he would be a suspect because he's kind of just like yeah. nothing. And he's, ma- really, he's mayonnaise. Yeah, and they don't really go back to him. They really only say, you know, Jimmy's watching the door as his form of security. But yeah, yeah I do like the reveal. I do like the end scene. I do like the little fight that ensues. I love the Sean, you know, uh, you know, you, you know me, you know my tolerance for pain and then he just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> goes goes crazy. Don't go ring a morning. So shot. Yeah. I didn't like the banana, uh, like, sh- like sled or whatever they were. Yeah. On. That's why I didn't even put it in there. Well, right. None of right. that. None of that really jived. I thought they could have come up with some better, like, uh, dopamine stuff or, uh, on like whatever morphine stuff. Right. But I do like what you said earlier, the, uh, Henry wouldn't pay for it. He only had glucose. thought that was a nice little gag. Um, and then the end scene, uh, I just love quarter black. I think it's one of the best bits in the show it's because tremendous. it makes no sense. Nobody likes it, but Sean is insistent upon it, and I think it really is like one of the funnier things. And, <laughs> and, it, it doesn't make any sense. No, because it's backwards. It be it's the inverse. Black. Yeah, right.
1: And and what I love quarter about- white. <laughs> Right, 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 exactly. And and what what I really love is is from the first episode, uh, where they did this. Uh, June was all about. It. He's like, yeah. he was. I love. It. It's like
0: it's like we're all a bunch of little Randall Cunningham's. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love Randall Cunningham, favorite football player of all time.
1: <laughs> right. So, but I I love that gag, and I love Gus always trying to correct him, and, and Sean just having, uh, you know, no part of it um so I lied Billy I I said I wouldn't adjust my score I will tweak you don't have to a tick it's still not great I will adjust it a tick but not um, there for a while let's uh let's get to uh, the next segment of the show there William
0: well, let's do that indeed which is
1: under cats oh oh so most memorable moments um you know i when i was first thinking about it i was like this this episode doesn't have like those classic scenes that that you think of like with the next episode you've got the scene where they're in that weird girl's house and she's sort of like you know acting out her day in front of the cameras or you've got the scene where they're in the the Chinese food restaurant or you got the scene where uh, oh, the- it is
0: not a Chinese food restaurant, my friend.
1: Well, what is uh, what it is, is Afro food? Ties? Afro Thai. Thai food
0: yes. and Thai food. Right. Afro <laughs> Come on,
1: man. <laughs> come, come on, son. Come uh on. Right. But you like like those like those are like memorable scenes. So but what this episode had was uh not so much memorable scenes, but memorable moments. Right. So like Marla, you know, Molly Wop and Lassie there. Uh, I thought anytime Sean was high shit in the hospital was great, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning. Uh, the quarter black stuff, right, always kills us. Um, and then one of the great gags throughout the episode was Lassie making um, black pop culture references. And that was one of the funny things that Mikai Pfeiffer did say. He's like, is he going to run out of black? Uh,
0: He's got to run out of black uh, entertainers eventually. Right? <laughs> like that, like the, that line's good, but then the other people's reaction to it is better. So I really did like that. I also like the dynamic of Gus. Going out without Sean, and then Sean being like, "You better bring the iPad." So I did yeah. like that dynamic. It's yeah. kind of a reverse of how we usually do these type of things. So the Pips was hilarious. Barry White was hilarious. I think yeah, my favorite it was... was the OJ's because that's like a lesser known one.
1: Yeah, that was a lesser known. I like you know because when, when they're love in... train, <laughs> right, right. When they're in the prison and uh, they're being introduced to Marlo, and she says, "Hi, I guess just don't talk to them." And then you've got Drake. Uh, this I did like this one where he he sort of gives her the hey, what's up. And he goes, You watch your mouth, Barry White. That's my lady. And then at one point, he said, Stay out of my way. Uh, you, you, winded fire. Stay out of my way. It's great, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Um, least memorable moments. Uh, Drake. Uh, we already sort of talked about this. You know, you know, I, everyone knows I didn't like to reveal. Um, I didn't like that they were some of the gags were repetitive from the first time they did it. Key to comedy's um, repetition. What's the key to comedy? Uh, well repetition is the key to comedy and the key to comedy is repetition. Repetition. There we go. Uh favorite characters. I went lassie because I I I full on identify with Lassie this episode. You know what? He probably deserves it. I'll give it to Lassie too. Yeah. Right? Because you want to give it to Sean, but you It wasn't kinda, that good. Yeah, because yeah, he wasn't in a, in a traditional sense. He had some funny lines, but it wasn't it wasn't your classic or your your typical, and it wasn't even uh, that
0: great of a Gus episode either.
1: No, no, it wasn't. Gus was um yeah, no. All around, Lassie. And then yeah, I think I think the next one on that would be Henry. And he was barely in it, but he had some great lines. Like, and had some good stuff. You know, I'll remove a vital organ. You know. <laughs> Your uh, heart. That's a muscle. <laughs> uh so uh with that, William, let's uh let's 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 bring this
0: puppy home, shall we? Let's do indeed, and we can do that with the cream skull. Boom, boom,
1: boom. Muffins. Ah go for a muffin right now um so not a lot of gags we get some great nickname we get you know sean referred to as chas bono uh they call gus g Wiz throughout the entire episode did you like that which which i did enjoy um the henry father slash dick of the year moment uh was just i thought it was great like uh he wasn't gonna baby Sean. Uh he was gonna pay the absolute bare minimum for his hospital stay, which meant that he only he paid for 24 hours worth of payments after your appendix burst uh was absolutely fantastic. Uh, but what we got here was a ton um uh, of references here. Um, let's see, family circus was mentioned. That is a it, it comic was. strip.
0: Black IP is debarge, which is a really good one. Modesty Yahoo. Bubble Boy, Family Circus, The Pips, Earth, Wind & Fire, Barry White, LL Cool J, and he names off a few movies, by the way. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Two were horror movies, and one was the movie with Queen Latifah, which is fucking hysterical. I don't think that was Uh, a horror movie. (laughs) No. I do love Anytime Anybody references Deep Blue Sea, one of the greatest bad movies of all time. Mike Myers, Sandra Bernhardt, and The Elephant Man. The Elephant Man is another like underused reference in pop culture, but it's pretty good when you can get it in there
1: yeah uh so rating out of eight pineapples i had this at a 5.8 billy i bumped it up to a 5.9
0: very generous of you yeah (laughs) um i'll give it a 6.3 i enjoyed it like i really did enjoy it anytime you get me the quarter black and a lot of pop culture references um i've watched it i watched it like three times this week and i will say like i found it enjoyable every time and you know thinking about it going into this i was like yeah and like i'll tell you what like the next episode one of my all-time favorites but the one after that i've seen literally once or twice and oh. for me in psych like it's the the, the cook one oh. with anthony anderson i believe yeah um,
1: i just remember that one stinking like I, I remember what i remember from that is anthony
0: anderson driving me insane i, I like, did not I like his character never like i've never watched blackish which i, I know is probably his strongest thing I've never enjoyed the comedy stylings of Anthony Anderson. Yeah, and I think he plays you. a more serious role in this one. Anyways. I think the reason I don't like him the most is because he replaced Jerry Briscoe on Lauren order. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like, and to me, um, he was know, not good. in Law and Order. Lenny Briscoe, I should say. Yeah. Um, what's his real name? He's like the, like the, one of the greatest, like uh TV actors of all time. It'll come to me. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but like I love, no one likes the original Lauren Order, by the way. Everybody fucking likes SVU. And I get it. I get it. I but love like the, the regular Red, Law and Order. I love regular Law and Order with um, uh, the dude who was in Rent, um, the black guy, super handsome, tall. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yep. him and Lenny were like my dream team, like of crime fighters ever. I love those two. And he replaced one or, one of them, and I was just like, nah, can't do it. I, he like was the I voice just, of
1: Lemire in the original. Yes, um, what is his uh, name? Know, he's a very famous actor. It'll come to me too. Um, we we William. We are now men of a certain age, right? Where well, we're going to start to for, forget fucking everything. You just entered your forties. I've been here now for almost two years. Um, Jerry Orbach. God yes. damn it! I yeah. fucking love that guy. He's yeah.
0: amazing. The uh, we got I, I could we could do a law and order podcast if we wanted to. Or oh, criminal that minds. would
1: we we <laughs> we could do that for the next twenty years. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> right? so criminal minds will be will be content someone dead? Um, right. But yeah, I'll give it a six point three. I enjoyed
1: it. I probably would, you know, it was on track for that for me. I mm-hmm. just, I, I just don't like I how see the, the foil was a flaw. Uh, so, with that
0: said, uh, come on, son. Come on, son. Get that guy with that boat. Come on. Uh, what do we got coming up next week, Bill? Oh, my God, we have one of the all-time great. Probably, if I were to redo my rankings, I think I might have had it like years ago when I think Jacob posted this question to us, maybe even before we were doing the podcast, what are your favorite psych episodes? This probably would have cracked the top 15, 20. This could compete for top 10, top five, maybe even. This
1: this could be Mount Rushmore.
0: This is one of the all-time great episodes. I find myself watching it all the time. And the thing I love about Autopsy Turvy, season 6, episode 14, and we'll, you know, probably be one of our longer episodes next week i'm sure is they sprinkle in woody just the right amount in a lot of episodes and this even in this episode he's not in it a ton but it's probably one of his more featured episodes yet to date it's pure gold it is one of the i I would encourage you know you know i'll tell the chat nobody will watch but i would encourage anybody who's never watched a psych episode like, you don't really need any prior knowledge to watch this. It's just a great episode of television. It starts with, like, the the death. Like, you're in chief, chief fix office, and she's explaining what happened. You get a ton of good. And this is where all comedies of every kind, to me, really, like, set themselves apart. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but when you watch Superbad, when you watch The Naked Gun, any of the all-time comedies, you can take a scene, remove it from the show or the movie or whatever it is, and it kind of stands alone as a funny piece of comedy. Mm. Every scene in this episode is fantastic. It, it,
1: it really is start to finish. If I were to just off the top of my head, Autopsy Turvy, American Duos, dual spires uh last night gus um uh, where, where's the one where sean gets the yips that john gets the yips sean gets the yips that's one of my right that's Maybe Alzheimer. That, right and, and 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 that's there's so many right but like this episode for me is just absolutely one of my favorites and it's it's woody at his absolute best but it's it's the way french stewart interacts with the guys and how he plays and just how it's written. And there's, there's great suspense. The pacing of the episode um is perfect. uh Everything, plot, everything, even Ch- chief Vic is great in this episode. Just everything about it is just, this is psych literally at its best. It, Cause it gives you everything. It gives you a great crime, uh great suspense, great comedy. Uh, you got Kate Mercucci is in this uh, French Stewart um uh, I Even think the girl who
0: plays that little girl that they go to visit the mousey woman she's famous well it's Kate Mercucci
1: yeah oh that's Kate Mercucci yeah okay. um
0: the
1: the 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 psychic there is cute as a button she's been in a few things and I think the woman right correct me if I'm wrong because you're the clue expert William uh the woman that plays opposite of Woody in the morgue was she not in clue
0: no because no, that woman is in the clue episode
1: oh okay. go gotcha, gotcha gotcha similar
0: look but yeah. like 20 years younger because she's she's been in a lot, oh, lot she's of been stuff. In her, she's a classic yeah, character yeah, yeah. actor she's been in everything
1: yeah but anyways uh so that's why I asked you right because uh uh-huh. you know, I get a, get a little get a little mixed up there but next next week's episode is gonna be an absolute fuck- they're all they're all bangers people right but this is one of our favorites we've been we've been dying to talk about this episode for how many seasons now
0: (laughs) six six seasons and 13 episodes yeah
1: so uh with that william where can the people find us
0: they can find us anywhere they would like on any podcasting platform but if you want to find all of the dsg you can head over to the facebook uh dork shared universe page the D- the, the Dork podcast, the hashtag Dork Podcast, just had their annual dorkies. We were not nominated for podcast of the year, but we also did not take a shot for being a podcast this year. So that is that's good. good. Um then you can find Mac and Goo, your other podcast, TLDR, uh, your co-host other podcast on that podcast uh, change my mind. And then Scream's going to be coming around sometime, even though they got rid of the two lead actresses and uh, the director for, and the director too. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so, uh, PCP will be back at some point, And, uh, I think that's it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, until next week, William, wait for it. Leroy. Jenkins.
0: Frank says, hi. Suck it, Davey. <laughs>